Sorry the show's a little late today, folks. More on that in a moment, and by a moment I mean right now, because we're moving right on to traffic. For the present, specifically 8.38pm on whatever day it is today, the highway's pretty clear, with little stragglers here and there passing through like proverbial ships in the literal night to some distant shore. Apparently, the Carsons are having a neighborhood bonfire today in their front lawn, bring your own Kindle, and so 3rd and Main might be a little crowded and just slightly on fire. For the future, at an indeterminate time, stay off the roads. Avoid your vehicles at all costs. Stay in your homes and barricade you and your families in a safe, secure room. For the past, be careful on Main Street when approaching the second and last set of lights about 40 minutes ago. There was an accident in that intersection, and we have received a few phone calls reporting the incident and asking questions about what happened. I've got all the info for you folks right here. I'm absolutely fine. I was hit by a car on my way to work, though somehow the car vanished almost right away, but, you know, sometimes these things just... happen. It was nothing too serious, no one was charged, and cleanup should be finished by the time this broadcast is reaching you. To recap, yes, I was hit by a car on my way into work. Not the most interesting thing that's happened to me this week. Yes, our very own and very favorite Dr. Olson is standing in the booth with Martha, and it looks like he's arguing with her presumably insisting that I should be getting medical attention and not giving a traffic report on a community radio show. But who, if not me, will break the static out there in the wide open nothing with their lovely voice and oh-so-interesting stories? I promise you, my dear friends, Dr. Olson, and the vehicle, or whatever it was, that hit me, I am fine. This isn't the first time I have gotten blood on the studio equipment, and it won't be the last. On a similar note, and no, I will not elaborate, you may have noticed that even though they are returned more than four weeks later than we were initially promised, Constable O'Dwyer, Sergeant Carlin, and Mountie John are back. 
Considering their entrance earlier this afternoon, however, I guess it's not really news. If you weren't aware already, I'd be both impressed and concerned. I hear the faint sound of a phone chime coming from the booth. Listeners, you may not know this, but I actually disposed of my cell phone about a week ago. I won't go into details, but there was definitely no external factor that motivated me to do such a thing. I just wanted to unplug. But now, Martha is looking at me from the booth, desperately running her finger across her throat in the literally shut-up kind of way, so I won't press the issue much more, but still. Just thought I'd point it out in case, for some reason, you didn't know. And, with all that excitement out of the way, let's move on to what's going on in our lovely little community. Local high school student Ashley Newman and some of her friends have organized and are currently participating in a Riverside Vigil to honor Elliot, as well as the ever-growing number of missing persons in town, their friend Elizabeth, or Lizzie Shaw now among them. I was on my way from this Riverside Vigil when, you know, but while I was there, I spoke to Ashley about some very interesting things that I will not be repeating on air. But I assured her, and I will assure all of you, that there are those of us who have noticed with concern the frequent disappearances, and are doing what they can to get to the bottom of it. Perhaps, with these certain members of our local law enforcement now returned to us renewed and, in town council's words, improved, we might start getting some answers. Maybe. Jordan, for instance, has taken on the role of resident journalist here at the station following the sudden and simultaneous resignation of the only three journalists working for the Braden Herald and the paper's unexpected transition over to municipal ownership. She's... She took a statement earlier today from a town council representative, specifically in regards to the current circumstances, who said that while they were aware that this isn't necessarily normal for a small community like ours, town council isn't worried. The town council representative then went on to imply in their statement that maybe all these people are choosing to get lost. And by imply, I mean they said it verbatim. The only reasonable reason to choose to get lost that I can think of is to make whatever that thing is chasing you lose your scent. Get so lost that you can't be found by the strange, oozing, hovering, emerald green and blood-red mass that you see in your dreams. The one that might be solid, might not, you don't really want to check. Fair enough. Sure. It can't exist physically or visually in this level of existence, but that doesn't mean its presence is not real and cannot do actual, bodily harm. All this to say, after a certain while, I cannot believe people are... are choosing 
to get lost. That's just what I think. Time, I suppose, despite its questionable existence, will tell all. In the meantime... Sorry, folks. My mouth tastes like blood, and it's tripping up my words. I think... I may have knocked a tooth loose. Yep. If anyone wants that or is currently collecting teeth and bones, it's not much, but I'm not using it anymore. First come, first serve. Alrighty, folks, we are going to go to a little song break brought to you today by an audio file that was sent to my email simply titled Untitled Track Number 2, Bracket Live Bracket from an unknown sender because Dr. Olsen is now entering the recording space with a very stressed out expression and a first aid kit in his hands. Martha's giving me an apologetic look. We'll be right back after this groovy little break.
Thanks for that, whoever sent that in. It was pretty groovy. Spooky, but groovy. I wish we got more songs. Alrighty, we're back. Dr. Olson is sitting here in the chair next to me, trying to convince me that I need stitches. Say hi to all the lovely people out there, Dr. Olson. Uh, hi everyone. Jess, we really Now, should... back to the news. It's a full moon tonight, folks. Not that any of you needed reminding, I'm sure. This alone is indication enough. I was just saying to Martha the other day that something always happens to me when there's a full moon. That wasn't code for being a werewolf or something, just in case some of you were thinking that it might have been. We've received a few messages from those currently attending the Riverside Vigil during the break, saying that there was something weird happening down by their tents in the river bottom. A number of them say they saw shadows weaving between the distant trees and heard concerning sounds like grass rustling and branches snapping. I asked if they'd like us to send some people down there to check it out, but they've declined for the time being. Ashley Newman said in her message that she just wanted to make sure we knew. Well, we do. Please be safe, everyone. Is it bright in here to you? Are you feeling photosensitive? That's not great. Weather forecast today. Weatherman Todd says he's been locked out of the back shed where all his weather reading equipment is for the past three days, and as such, he is only able to offer weather forecasts on a day-by-day, moment-by-moment basis where he stands on his porch for 15 minutes every hour and offers his best guess as to the temperature, wind speed, and humidity. Well, Weatherman Todd, we trust your expertise, and thank you for trying your best. Here's your evening encouragement. You've got nerves of steel. Seriously, how did you get those? Were you born with them, or were they implants? How much does something like that cost? An update on the possible situation down by the river. Ashley got in touch with us again to let us know that a few members of the Faceless showed up pretty quickly after our broadcast to join them for the vigil. She says she's not sure why, but after they showed up, all the noises and shadows disappeared and everyone feels much safer now. If there were any members of some secret society listening to this right now, I might say something like thank you for looking out for our friends. 
And now, the news. <laughs> Give me a second here, listeners. I'm having a hard time reading the page. Okay. Seriously, you're done. I'll finish the show. Trade spots with me. It's, it's fine. I'm almost done. Just two more pages. I'm gonna drive her to a hospital. What is the closest city? No, you can't. I'm a doctor. I think you should go to the hospital, just to be safe. Hey, folks. Uh, Martha here. I bet you never thought you'd actually hear my voice coming through your speakers. Me neither. Uh, for now, Jordan, can you pop into the booth? We'll go to a break. It's super easy. See that orange button? Stay here. Don't move. I'll go pull my car to the door. I can't leave. The show will be fine without you for one night. We've covered the news today. Uh, what's next? I can't leave Brayden. I can't... Let me just get my bearings here. I'm so not used to sitting on the side of the desk. What page? Oh, thank you, Jordan. It'll... It'll be here when you get back. We won't be gone very long. You don't understand. I can't leave. While Jordan figures out how to go to a break, let's, uh, weather. Forecast set, uh, from Todd Stevenson, uh, says... That. We already did weather. What does that even mean? Why can't you leave? She's right. She can't. It's a long story. Just take her to the clinic here and do your best. I don't understand. I've tried to leave. Another time, okay? She can't leave. That's all you need to know. Go. Sorry about that, folks. I want to assure you that everything is fine. Jess is fine. James is fine. Jordan and I are fine. Dr. Olson is fine, and I hope that you are all fine, too. Jordan's giving me the all-clear signal from the booth, so we're gonna go to a break. Well, we'll see. We might not be back after this.